My stars! What kind of station is this? Why, it's CJSW on 90.9 FM in Calgary. Golly, what a treat! FM, CJSW.com. Into the mood of Stampede here in Calgary. And that usually means it's concert calendar time. Talking about Terminus Festival. A time for Sled Island. Right here at the Calgary Folk Music Festival. Uh, Calgary Blues Fest. Over at Studio Bell. Check her out. Blocked. CJSW 90.9 FM. You are listening to The Circuit, a weekly program dedicated to the events and festivals that were set to happen in and around our vibrant community. It's a celebration of the past and things to come for Calgary's music scene. Thank you to the Rosé Foundation and Calgary Arts Development for their support on this special initiative.
CGSW 90.9 FM. Uh, this is a brand new program. Uh, welcome to The Circuit. My name is Liam Daw. And I'm Jess. Hello, everybody. And we're going to be taking over this time slot for the next seven or eight weeks or so uh, and give a bit of a highlight towards a lot of arts and culture events, festivals around this city, Calgary area that uh, did not get their chance to show their stuff this year because of uh, obvious reasons. Yeah, and things are probably going to be a little bit different this year, um, but it is our hope to spotlight some of the things that are going on. Um, Festivals have had to adapt in certain ways, so we really want to commend that and um, shed a spotlight on that so you can find some interesting things to maybe tune into over the summer and also hear some artists that have either played in the past or that we're going to play this year so you can hear something new. Um, It's going to be a really fun time. I'm excited to be in this slot for the next summer. Me too. Yeah, and... For, in case you're wondering, this first episode, this very debut installment, uh, is dedicated to Frogfest. And the first two tracks you heard were artists that had recently played Frogfest. Uh, the first one being At Cool by Tropic Harbor. That's uh, out of their Calm EP from 2019. They're out of Victoria. And then after them, we heard Eat It Up by Future Womb, actually a local act. And uh, they since relocated it to BC, but uh, nonetheless, another artist that played that festival. Personally, haven't had the haven't been blessed with the opportunity to attend an event uh, at the Frog Fest, but Jess, you have. Yes, uh, actually, last summer was my first time that I went um, with CGSW, and it was such an amazing experience. I didn't really know what I was getting into <laughs> when I yeah. went. Um, you have to kind of walk into what they call the lily pad, which is literally like this forest, and it rains a lot in the weekend. So it is a very like rains a lot in Calgary. It, I guess. it does. Now no, that's just a thing. <laughs> But it's like, it just really contributes to the overall experience. Like, it's not a frog fest weekend without a little bit of rain. Um, and it's, yeah, they have like a tree house in the middle of the woods as the stage that they spend so much time decorating. And yeah, I can tell that a lot of time goes into frog fest. And I saw Future Womb um, play a set there, which it's just so intimate. You're so close to the artist. And it just feels like, I don't know, we're all just like sitting down, chilling, enjoying music. It's a really cool thing that frog fest does every year. Yeah, and I think you said the the wet rain provides for that atmosphere, the amphibious atmosphere. Yes, um, exactly. So, and I, we actually had the chance to sit down and chat with Jamie, who is got his hands all over this festival since day one. And we're going to cue that up pretty soon here. You can hear it for yourself. I won't ramble on too much about it. But just in case, we can backtrack, take some time and introduce ourselves. In case you may have not heard our voices around, uh, my name's Liam, like I mentioned. I'm the host of State of Solace. It's a 10 p.m. slot on Wednesday, so that would have been last night. And Jess has her own show as well. Yes, I host Mint Condition on Mondays, 2 to 4 p.m. Um, I had the fortunate time last summer of... Uh being a team member here at CGSW, working in the summer festival programming. So this is my second time, second summer in the slot. I'm excited to be back mm-hmm. and just share all the festival experiences and stories um, from people in the community to the artists. Yeah, and this is kind of something that like I mentioned, we're going to take the next two months or so and start to peel back some layers on certain festivals that uh, are renowned around this area. And starting up with this one, so I think we're going to skip right into this interview because it was such a good time sitting down with Jamie. Yeah. He, um, 
It's, it started off funny. I think the audio is, is pretty crisp, <laughs> but he was walking home from like Crowchild Trail to start this uh, interview <laughs> on his phone because <laughs> we're not having guests in the studio because of we're practicing, you know, the safe social distancing measures, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we had it on the phone and, and he ended up being walking down like a highway. But nonetheless, really well-spoken gentleman. Uh, like I mentioned, he's been with this festival since the jump and he's got stories. He's got insight towards the future and... Um, I don't know. Listen for yourself. Yeah. Keep it locked on CJSW 90.9 FM. Here we go. Do you want to let me know how you got involved with Frogfest? How was your, how was the origin story behind that? And I guess how has the involvement changed over the years? Uh, well, the first ever Frog Fest event was a birthday party for a bunch of friends of mine and myself, and we put on a concert at a community center, and it went quite well, actually. Like everyone just felt connected in the in our event, and we were like, "Whoa, that was actually pretty cool." So we did a few other in-town things over 2007 or 2005, 7, 8, and 9 here in Calgary. And during that time, one of my bands was going to this piece of land near Rocky Mountain House where we would use the cabin and record music or write music. And he asked the the famous words, if I build a stage, would you throw a party? (laughs) So we said yes. And in 2010, we threw our first Frog Fest. A small group of organizers and, you know, a few bands and a nice little time. And every year since then, we've just tried to make it bigger and better. And about six years ago, we incorporated as a not-for-profit society, which um, I helped lead the sort of charge in putting that together and putting together this amazing team of super committed, all-volunteer individuals, including myself, and connecting with artists, visual and musical in Alberta, a little bit farther away, and putting together what ended up being like an incredible community organization and showcase uh, organization as well. So 2015, 2016, that's when it became a non-profit organization. What has changed since that has happened, and I guess leading into like, I guess last year would be the most recent iteration of the festival. What is the the monumental difference between uh, last year's festival and then the first one? It, was it, do you think, becoming a, a non-for-profit? Did that really kind of take a corner and give you some more uh, flexibility? What that kind of did was force us to become organized on multiple levels and um, encouraged us to develop internal working policies and um, accountability and also personal like liability coverage and all these things that are involved. But in the end, the major benefit was having a team work really hard year-round, making their, their own organization better, which in turn made the festival better every single year as well. So, um, yeah, just added to the level of organization and definitely increase the capabilities of what this organization can do. So 2020 marks the 10th anniversary of the festival. Um, Did you have anything special 
planned for this year or anything in mind that you were wanting to do to celebrate that 10 years of Frogfest? Well, we kind of did that last year because it kind of works a little bit different than birthdays. The first year when we would have been zero was actually the first festival. So last year in 2019 was the 10th festival. So we kind of showcased last year as the 10th Frog Fest. And this year, um, yeah, uh, we, we um, had planned, as we've done the last uh, four years, a secret set um, to, to like local artists to put together sort of like a tribute set. And uh, so that was like the, one of the special things we were planning for this year. Um, but what we were most excited for for this year was just having had such great organization leading up to the festival. We were so excited to roll with our momentum that we had going by the time March rolled around for sure. <laughs> this year is already one of the weirdest years of all time, it feels like. And so many festivals are like going through these radical changes and, and trying to hop onto different platforms and different mediums to get their, you know, their base, the content that they would have uh, been consuming normally so a lot of them opted for like a virtual uh alternate timeline some type of digital set uh, that could be live and, and obviously you guys went ahead with the frog stream so what transpired for that to take place the way that the frog stream started was one of our new board members who is an incredible hard-working great brilliant idea getter done kind of individual um He's like, let's do this thing. I've been talking with these video guys in this venue, and I think we can make a really cool show out of it. So we all hopped on board, as we say, and uh, contacted some of the bands that we were really stoked to bring to the festival this year. And instead of planning the festival, we started working towards putting on the Frog Stream. It's a fairly organic movement in the end, actually. So the Frog Fest lineup has looked... Um, a little bit different each year. Obviously, you guys do a great job of keeping it like new and fresh and something you know new to discover every year. So how does the selection process work and what are some of the uh, core criteria for curating every year? Yeah, it's actually one of one of my favorite parts. Um, we on the on our board, we have a, a programming committee, and so we put out feelers for folks to apply to play the festival, and then we each of us, time going through each of the applicants and we usually get about 150 to 200 applicants a year for 30 spots at the festival so it's quite the narrowing down process and uh, the criteria that we work with is um, we like to work local and we like to bring in things a little bit farther away um, but we love that we can feature Alberta artists primarily with there's a lot of Saskatoon and Vancouver artists we've booked over the years as well and we definitely look at having a diverse lineup um, musically and, um, yeah, just the, the folks that we get to represent through promoting and presenting artists um, and just keeping it diverse and fun and, um, yeah, just, I, I, I don't know exactly. There's, like, so much that goes into it, but in the end, we're always so pleased with what has come together to create such a and one of the big things is too is when we're putting the schedule together we kind of look at what time of day this music's going to be happening to create an overall experience 
experience that's a little bit more than a concert when you are out in the woods as well. To bounce back to the, the frog stream for a sec, were you pleased with the way it turned out and how, how has the feedback been on it? Yeah, there's actually very good feedback. Um, the numbers show that there's like uh, 2.1 thousand people streamed in during the during the stream, which I thought was pretty remarkable. It's a lot larger than the 300-person festival that we do every year. Yeah, it's funny how all these online changes, I think, kind of like broadens the audience a bit more. And sure. people are checking more stuff out than ever from the comfort of their homes, right? So it's kind of, I guess... A positive and the negative. <laughs> Absolutely. There are silver linings in all of the adaptations um, throughout this whole pandemic. Uh, that was one of the things I was really excited for is to see what kind of extra audience we could gain and to see how in the future if that positively affects our organization, which I think is a good chance of it. Um, it's fun to like let people know that we exist and we're working towards promoting independent artists. Um, in, uh, in Calgary and Alberta, it's, it's, it's nice to share that with people and let them know that something really fun and positive and community-oriented is happening. So that was a great positive of the Frog Stream. And I guess speaking on the same topic of uh, the future, have you had any discussions for what 2021 might look like? Considering we're allowed to throw the festival, we are excited to do that, very much so. Um, and considering the success and the new technological abilities we've developed through putting on Frogstream, uh, we're looking at, okay, maybe we do some live streaming at our music festival as well um, to increase viewership because it is kind of a limited amount of people that can fit where we put on our event. And also now we're kind of thinking of doing more frog streams because that was really fun and we could hop around different venues and present different types of concerts and different artists. And, um, yeah, it kind of expands the ability of what we thought we were going to be doing and the, the scope of what we thought we were going to be doing as well. Yeah, I mean, that's something that I think a lot of festival organizers are turning an eye towards is how can they incorporate some of the things they implemented this year along with uh, the more traditional aspects of their festivals from the previous years so it'll be interesting to see how that plays out and i hope it plays out you know the right way for you guys and for everybody else and in the kind of the festival scene but um just want to say thanks again for taking the time to do this absolutely i'm really happy i'm like honored that you guys thought about progress for the circuit it's really it's really really awesome and we appreciate the support and the ability to connect with cjsw and the viewership of cjsw as well
CJSW 90.9 FM, broadcasting live on Treaty 7 territory. The last track you just heard was Dog by Dendrons. They're actually a Chicago post-punk band, played last year's Frog Fest. Uh, one of the only international acts that actually ended up playing that festival, but um, that's from a debut album in May. So you may have heard that last year if you attended, and um, good track. Yeah, I, I love a little bit of post-punk. It's a good genre to kind of break we're, everything up. We're hitting the spectrum here. Yeah, we're covering a lot of genres here, and I think that speaks a lot to Frogfest and the kind of programming that they bring in. Before that was our protagonist, Rag by Snake River uh, from Saskatchewan off of Tread On to the Unknown to You. Um, I remember the last time CJSW spoke with them, which was not too long ago because they were slated to play this year's Slut Island. Uh, they mentioned that they were working on some new material, they also put out a little bit of a EP um, in March called Sun's Rising, um, which features a little bit more of a folk sound for the band. Um, so definitely check that out on, I believe it's available on Bandcamp. So, you know, maybe you're looking into getting some new music on Bandcamp Fridays, which is the first of every month. It's a great way to support artists, um, especially with all of the touring um, cancellations and hardships that have been going on amidst the pandemic. Um, and then starting off that set of music, we had MK Ultra by All Hands on Jane, who are a local band, have been pioneers in the scene since 2011. Um, and this track was off of 2018's Animal Warship. And they played Frogfest last year. I think they've played a couple of times because I know the crowd just gets really excited always uh, to hear All Hands on Jane. Um, but I also want to mention that if you want to share any Frogfest stories, if you're a fan of the festival, which I'm sure many of us Calgarians are, it's a great chance uh, for us to get out there to visit Rocky Mountain House when we can. 403-220-3991. We would love to hear from you um, and hear your experience and your memories and some of the bands that you loved seeing live. Yeah, I'll pass that forward to Jamie, who you heard in that interview before that music set. Uh, really good little piece there with Jamie. Um, super well-spoken guy. Obviously very well acquainted with the festival. Um, just to go ahead and plug him, give him a shout on Instagram, juicy underscore Jamie, J-M-E-Y. The man's in a lot of different groups, um, whether that be uh, guitar for the wheel, sax and copperhead, and uh, he's got his hands all over Boulevard Noir as well. So... Um, that guy is very involved in the music scene in Calgary. Show him some love on Instagram, juicy underscore Jamie. And just part of the vibe that makes Frogfest so welcoming. Like, totally. if you go to the festival, you're bound to just, like, hang out, talk, and everybody feels welcomed. At least I know it was for me my first time going. So I really appreciate that atmosphere um, and environment that Frogfest uh, strives to put on every summer. Yeah, and hoping that uh, maybe next summer a return to some normalcies yes let's get out to the lily pad i am begging for it well i mean it doesn't seem too far-fetched to think that it could happen because it's not uh some ten thousand capacity festival in the first place Mm -hmm. and as it stands right now legally you can have outdoor festivities um that cap under 200 people um, yeah obviously with different uh, measures in place but you know who knows 12 12 months from now it could be a different story and we're crossing our fingers that it is because um these are things that keep the culture and, and the different subcultures in this city alive. And uh, we are kind of using this platform to show appreciation for that. 
Totally. And I do want to mention as well, before we get to some more great music of uh, band features that have played the festival before, um, visit them on frogfest.ca because I think there's only so many ways we can kind of describe what Frogfest is and um, the vibe of the festival. They have some great uh, videos on there that actually shows you from last year what the experience and energy is like. Um, so, you know, just for something fun, just find out a little bit more about Frogfest and... Uh, um, see that video footage. I loved watching it. I thought it was a good like yeah. trip down memory lane for totally. me. Totally. And um, on their Facebook page, that's where you can actually catch the frog stream. So that's something that they put on at a venue in Calgary. Unable to disclose which uh, venue that was, but if you watch it, you can probably guess. Um, we actually were able to get our hands on a bunch of audio from that frog stream. So we're going to play you a portion of it. Uh, it's the set from Krill Williams herself. Um, there was six or seven different groups that ended up playing that frog stream. So after this, if you're more interested in getting the whole scope of things, head over to the Frog Fest Facebook page. And that's where you can find it's uh, the whole set. It's, it's almost... Um, Six hours long. So <laughs> if you have time, they got it. Yeah. So we're going to play one or two tracks, and then we're going to get to a little bit of a clip of that live stream and go from there. Yeah, we'll make our way out of here. But um, if you tuned in, thank you so much. This is the first installment of The Circuit, and we, as we highlighted earlier in the show, we'll be using this hour slot to allocate attention and uh, some highlights on a bunch of different festivals and events in and around the Calgary area next week, just to do a bit of a promo plug for next week, we're going to be doing the Terminus Festival that takes place at Dickens. So uh, we'll be talking to Chris, who basically runs that and uh, going from there. And then obviously next following week, there's some Folk Fest stuff going on. But without turning too far of a distant eye in the future, we'll keep it uh, a bit in the present um, right now. Like I said, the frog stream. And if you miss this, you can always catch it after the fact on cjsw.com slash programs slash the circuit and on Apple Podcasts as The Circuit. Yes, and we're going to be playing a portion of the live stream from Krill Williams, who are a local group here in Calgary who are huge fans of. Um, So we'll definitely be getting to that. Thanks for tuning in.
excited. We wanted to have Curl Williams out at the festival this year so badly. So this is a nice, I guess, plan B. So really excited to present Curl Williams. Uh, Y'all get ready for a nice time now.
to be here guys um we're sad that frog fest wasn't a thing we can't be in the woods right now but i mean this is the second best thing you know so and we're all together so this is great in spirit right so <laughs> um we just want to take a second and introduce our newest member caitlin uh on, on lead guitar she's like brought so much uh so much to the band in the last few months and i mean like we haven't been able to really practice during quarantine so yeah this girl's fucking phenomenal she's awesome um this next song <laughs> is a cover by Bright Eyes. Yeah, because we like that sad shit. Um, it's called Hot Knives. The wife forgave the mistress for she only entertained. Fear was gone in the instant her throat to speak her name she says both of us must suffer from the same unending the world was not of interest though her days were never dull her bed beneath the crucifix on guests performing miracles with the son of god hanging like a common Stay up. 
everything Dream others dream She said farewell to her family With one ecstatic wave Out the window As a car and um, Steph's monitor, please. Love you. <laughs> I can hear you this way. All right, so this next one is called High Tide, and it's about a boy. <laughs> Aren't they all? Okay. <laughs> you guys ready? Cool. I watch your tide come in One too many times I watch your tide come in One too many times Watch your world explode Right in front of my eyes I watch your tide come in One too many Your world crumbles 